A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episode today. I am really, really excited to have the lovely Jean Hayner with us today. So Jean, if you don't know, teaches and consults internationally about powerful techniques to read people's inner personalities. With her 30-year background in ancient Chinese principles of balance and health, her commitment is to making this wisdom meaningful and practical for our modern lives. Her work places an emphasis on affirming ways for people to live in alignment with their own true nature and with fearless compassionate hearts i love that intro welcome to the podcast jean (laughs) thank you emma it's so great to be here and i'm super excited to talk about your book as well when i saw this come through i was like i have to speak to jean because i've never heard of this before but i'm super super intrigued but before we dive into all of that goodness one question that I always ask every podcast guest when they come on is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? And would you even class yourself as spiritual? Oh, yeah. I especially like the last part of that question because, I don't know, I kind of feel immediately like it's rather presumptuous of me to declare myself spiritually awakened. I really think it's a process, but I understand what you mean. Um, you, you know, really, since I was a child, I could feel energy, physically feel energy. I thought everybody could do that, um, but I soon found out that wasn't true. And, and, you know, it was kind of a neat trick sometimes because, you know, if my mother lost her keys, I could just kind of hold up my hand and feel around the house until I felt a little zots in my palm and I'd look down and there would be the keys under the sofa cushion, for instance. And um, so that was fun, but what wasn't fun was the downside which was uh, being so physically affected by the energy around me. I was very, very sensitive as a child. I was literally sick my entire childhood, not because of any particular illness, but just because I was an energy sponge. Uh, So I thought something was terribly wrong with me. I I would walk into an empty room and start to feel ill because an argument had happened there several days ago. You know, it was at the extreme of being what they now call an empath. That word didn't exist back then. But what changed for me was in my 20s when I married into a Chinese family uh, from China. My mother-in-law barely spoke English, uh, but 
she was very patient with having a, an ignorant white <laughs> daughter-in-law. She began to teach me uh, things about Chinese medicine, Chinese philosophy, feng shui, Chinese face reading. Uh, and I was a very eager student, especially initially about feng shui, because this was basically telling me that there was invisible energy in the world, that maybe I wasn't crazy, that maybe I was actually feeling something. And that began a decades-long journey, over 30 years now, in, in studying the spiritual side of Chinese medicine. You know, everybody knows that Chinese medicine can treat your health. But what most people don't know is there's a whole other side of it that can treat your life, so to speak, that it can heal your life when your life isn't working for you. And that's been the focus of all my work all these years. And it's fascinating that from that marriage led to so much learning for you and having, you know, your own private tutor as such as in your mother. Yeah. <laughs> so how did this develop then along your career? So you said you've been doing it for over 30 years now. So what does that look like for you? How has your career kind of evolved over that time? Mm. Well, you know, it's, it's when in looking back, of course, it makes sense when you're in it, like for, for most of us, it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> So, you know, life isn't linear. Life does, doesn't uh, work in straight lines. It works in curves. And uh, in the West, we're very conditioned to think that life is linear and that we should set a goal and achieve it and then set another goal and go for it. And, but, you know, when we look at the mystery of life, things come out of left field. You know, you sit down next to someone at a conference or on an airplane and start a conversation and that changes the course of your life. So for me, uh, on the face of it, if you look at it in a linear way, you'd think, why is she making these crazy choices? <laughs> but to me, it was intuitively following what I, I couldn't not do it. I just knew that I had to do this and then that, and it, it led me along. So initially I was studying feng shui. I then went on to learn Chinese face reading, which at first I thought was just a terrible thing to judge someone based on their appearance. Are you kidding me? That's just awful. But, but what I discovered was that it wasn't about judgment at all. It was about coming to a place of compassion, understanding and acceptance about who that other person was, and also who that reflection in the mirror was. And that really defined for me uh, my focus. I've always been so curious about trying to understand people and personalities. And Chinese medicine is thousands of years old. This is one of the reasons why I have such respect for it, is that it's been researched over time by many people. And it has an enormous depth to it. Uh, and so what I found is this system in Chinese medicine of understanding people's personality patterns is the most comprehensive and accurate. No outliers. It's, it's amazingly accurate. I've done thousands upon thousands of individual readings and sessions for people. And not only does it reveal why they are the way they are, but also what their life is meant to be about, what their evolutionary path is, for instance, what lessons they came here to learn this time around. So it really became kind of a uh, a discovery of, of a map. Each of us has a unique personal map that we're meant to follow in life, but nobody tells us <laughs> that this is true. And so this helps us discover uh, your personal map and how to navigate life in the best way for you. Absolutely. And I think we'd all have a much smoother life if we'd found that map a lot younger or been taught it in school, wouldn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So let's talk about Chinese medicine more then. So your new book talks about how Chinese medicine can help us mixed with spirituality. So for anybody listening who is like, how on earth are these two linked? How can Chinese medicine help us to heal? And how is it actually linked to spirituality? Mm. Well, you know, what Chinese medicine developed over the millennia was really a very deep uh, understanding of the patterns of nature. It originally developed just through these ancient scientists walking through the world and observing nature. They observed the life cycles of plants and animals and humans. They observed the, how the seasons move from one phase to another, the times of day, all aspects of nature. And they, they were able to discern that there is a particular map for how energy moves in, in all aspects of life on Earth. They, they developed this map to understand how energy or chi moves through your body, and that's what acupuncturists use to figure out what needles to put in what points to, to create a shift and bring your body back into balance. But the same map applies to all aspects of life. It applies to how we do anything. It applies to our personalities as well. And so we can lay this map over anything. You can lay it over a staff meeting. You can lay it over how you cook a meal. And it's always the same, all these parts moving in certain cycles. Uh, and so this is uh, the spiritual side of Chinese medicine. It's not a link to Chinese medicine. It's enmeshed. It's totally connected with Chinese medicine. You know, Chinese medicine was the very first holistic medicine meaning that it discovered that all parts of the body are interconnected. They're affecting each other all the time. You can't just treat one part of the body without affecting the other parts, without taking into consideration how they're affecting that part. And the same thing applies to our lives. We often, we see a problem, the thing that's bothering us right now, and we just want to fix it. We want to get rid of it. We want to eradicate that problem. But if we focus on forcing that problem to get out of our lives, we don't see the bigger picture and how that kind of action may seem correct on the surface of things, but we don't see how it might be affecting other aspects of our lives or how we need to take into consideration those other aspects. And so this is what the, the whole spirituality of Chinese medicine helps us with in very practical and pragmatic ways. Mm, definitely. And I love how you explained it because it's, you know, even for someone like me who has no knowledge of Chinese medicine whatsoever, it's, you know, you've put it in such an easy digestible way where I'm like, yes, I know all about these cheese energies, all of this. So I love how you make it really simple as well and easy to, easy to digest and understand. So <laughs> in your book, The Five Element Solution, you have five different personality types. So what are the five different personality types and how can we identify which one is ours? Yes. So this is the basis of Chinese medicine, what they call the five elements. They're, they're descriptive terms for certain kinds of energy. And they're, they're called, the names of them are water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. And we have all of these five elements in our personalities, but there will always be one that's strongest 
in our personalities. In my book, I give you a questionnaire that you can go through so you can uh, figure out which one is strongest in your nature. And my other four books also talk about the same thing. So, you know, it's a whole library here of, of how to understand yourself. But let me run you through each of these five types and, and maybe the listeners will identify with at least one of them as, ah, that's me, or I tend to do that. Uh, the first personality type called the water element person. One way to understand these people is that these are the dreamers in life. They're, they're the nonconformists. They, they dance to their own rhythm in life. They're, they're very creative thinkers. They live more in their right brains than in their left brains. And they flow through life. They don't do anything in straight lines. They're very intuitive. They have natural abilities in often in the healing arts or in music, especially, or anything to do with the voice, voiceover artists, things like that. Um, these people have a, an enormous uh, inner strength. They are able to survive tough times, to keep on going when the going gets tough and still have energy left over. They're very, very strong people. But one downside of being a water person is that they can tend to float in life. You know, the, the motion is actually floating. You can think of the ocean. And so sometimes what that means is they don't really go for it. They take their time maybe a little bit too long. They tread water <laughs> in life. They may have some great idea, but they have trouble making it real in the world, kind of going forward with it. And so it can be years where someone has an amazing novel in the works or some other idea and, and they're still just floating. And one reason for that is they can be overly affected by fear. They can be very afraid that people won't understand their idea. They often feel like outsiders in life. And so this is one thing that can hold them back. There's many other layers of information about that, but that's a little snapshot view of a water element person. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. And I, I can even definitely relate to some of those water elements, definitely. <laughs> Well, then the next one is the wood element personality. And, and these are people who are like warriors in life. They want to change the world. They, they, they're very good at seeing what's wrong and knowing how to fix it. They want to right wrongs. And so these people, um, as opposed to water element people, these people really go for it. They want to do something in the world. They want to make an impact. They tend to be very left-brained. They value logic and analysis and thinking and planning. They're very enthusiastic people. They love to learn. These are lifelong learners. They always want to challenge themselves and, and learn and grow and make progress in life. And it's very important for them to make progress. Uh, one way you can tell if you're a development person is the moment you finish a project, the very next instant you think, okay, what's next? <laughs> They, if you think about wood element, it's like a tree always growing up and up and up. And so for wood element people, it's like, okay, what's next? And what's next after this? And what's next after this? They're very goal oriented. They really like to go for it. But one downside of wood element people is that uh, they can be a little bit too eager to get going. They can maybe make impulsive decisions or push a little too hard in a, a 
in a conversation, for instance, they may come across as, as pushy when that's not their intention at all. They're just getting excited about having a great debate or <laughs> a great conversation. They're trying to make you understand their point, but, but other people who don't have wood element can be a little bit taken aback and feel like they're, they're coming on too strong. But, you know, wood element people, just like water element people, we need these people in the world. These are, they fill the slots. They, they fulfill a certain purpose in the world. And a big part of this work is understanding if this is how you're designed, this is how you're meant to be. But you're meant to be that in the most healthy and balanced way. And just to kind of segue off of these personalities for a second and, and uh, kind of lay the foundation for what this work is really all about. The, the point is that we arrive with uh, this inner design, like a personal blueprint of who we're meant to be, whatever element we are most strongly. And so we arrive, you know, all bright and shiny, raring to go, just completely ourselves. But of course, what happens to each of us to some degree or other is that soon after we're born, we start receiving messages, expectations, judgments from the people around us, from parents, peers, teachers, society at large. And often the message we get is, you should be more like that. You shouldn't be like this. You should be more like that. Well, implicit in that message is that you will be loved if you're like that, not like this. And we all want to be loved. And so we try to change. We try to be more like that. But to me, that is the point at which we start to journey away from our original nature. And with everyone I've ever worked with, it, it looks like they're all on that journey trying to come back home to themselves. And this is one of the greatest powers of this work is that it can reveal to you who you truly are, what your true nature is, and how to come back into balance to be those patterns in the most positive and healthy way, to live an optimal life, in other words. So this understanding can really open our awareness to who we're meant to be and to align with that in the best way possible. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And I just love how you're, you're wording all of this because I'm like, yes, this is so, you know, we're all singing off the, the same hymn sheet as such of what I do in my own inner work and what I know others do. Mm. And it's just interesting how it all connects isn't it yes and i really you know you make a very good point i think there's a huge wave now of people like you and me kind of getting out there in the world spreading it's basically the same knowledge maybe just expressed in slightly different ways but i think there's a reason why so much so many of us are showing up in this way it's really time now for a huge shift in consciousness and and so i, I think we're all part of this how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, okay, going back to the elements, fire element. These people are the ones with the huge hearts. They are full of love. Their whole reason for living <laughs> is to spread love. But it's not just, it's not romantic love, and it's not even person-to-person love. It's not limited to that. They just naturally feel this, this thrill at just being alive as they go out the door in the world. I, I have some fire element in my nature. It's not my main one, but it's it's a lot of who I am. And I know I've embarrassed my son all his life because we'd be walking down the street and I'd see this beautiful tree in full bloom. And I just run up to the tree and say, Oh, you're so beautiful. Good job. And, you know, he'd be like, Oh my God, you know, I don't know this woman. <laughs> be very embarrassing. But this exuberant nature is very much to do with fire element people. Uh, they tend to be fascinated by a lot of things in life. They, they get excited about ideas uh, quite frequently. They tend to study a lot of things or have a lot of projects going, a lot of balls in the air. But the problem is they can have trouble with completion because, of course, they have all these fascinating things, but they tend to have a short attention span. So they're studying one thing, but then all of a sudden, oh my goodness, that looks interesting over there. And then they're off to start something new <laughs> and the original project doesn't get done. So if you picture a flickering flame, that image in nature for fire, that's kind of how the fire personality is. Uh, these people are incredibly warm and affectionate and positive. And that's a lovely thing, of course. And everything has a downside. Every personal characteristic has benefits and also detriments to it. So one downside of a fire element person is that they can have vulnerable hearts. Their hearts are so open. They're so open to love that they can let someone into their heart before they know whether that person deserves to be there, before they know whether they can trust that person with their heart. And then too often they might have their heart it's broken or experience some kind of betrayal. And so what Chinese medicine teaches for fire element people is the concept of, of discernment, of taking a relationship more slowly and carefully rather than just diving right in and 
with love is blind that <laughs> that they think love can can solve anything and and really you know look very realistically at who that person is and not their hopes for the relationship okay two more to go here the earth element person this is your true blue friend this they you are you become like family to them these earth element people are are people who have lifelong bonds with friends they're very loyal they're very steadfast they always will be there for you they're like a rock for you if you've had a hard day you want to seek out your earth element friend because they'll listen to you for hours they'll make you dinner they'll let you stay overnight they'll, <laughs> they'll feed you breakfast in the morning earth element people need someone or something to take care of this is a big part of what drives them in the world now this can be taking care of a romantic partner in a relationship although there needs to be both give and take they need to be taken care of in return and that's another that's something i'm going to get to in a minute but it doesn't have to be a partner in a romantic relationship it could be taking care of a child or a family or a business or a a, a garden uh, it's just the need to nurture something is very strong with earth element people and then the downside of that of course is overgiving the potential to be too other directed to sacrifice your own needs to take care of someone else's needs and so earth element people need to be really careful with boundaries in relationships because they will give and give and give everything that we're good at we tend to overdo <laughs> and so for earth people they can overdo the giving and and disregard their own self-care and not require the person they're giving to to reciprocate so that they also feel taken care of in return. And then the final one, the earth element personality. These are the humanitarians, the visionaries. They inspire us to live our best lives. In, in nature patterns, this is associated with the sky or with heaven. And so one meaning there means that they need to aim high in life. They shouldn't settle. It's very important for metal element people to feel like they've achieved something meaningful. They, they often uh, feel a great need to do meaningful work, not just punch a clock and collect a paycheck. They want it to have some meaning to make a difference. In their relationships, they have a very strong need for quality relationships, for truly meaningful, authentic connections with people. And so often metal element people have very few friends because there's a limited supply of people out there who can meet them at that level. But that's not, that's not anything wrong because even though they may have at any one time in their life, maybe one, two or three really true friends, those are quality relationships and those are all they need. They don't need a wide circle of friends. Metal people tend to be extremely sensitive, especially to uh, energy. They're very affected physically by energy. And how that shows up in everyday life is that they may feel uncomfortable if someone stands too close to them in conversation. They may need to take a step back. They need space between themselves and other people. And metal people are the perfectionists of the world. <laughs> because of this sensitivity, they notice details other people miss. They, they will notice if the picture is crooked on the wall by 
by, you know, one tiny millimeter or they'll walk into a room and they'll smell that someone was smoking there two days ago. <laughs> they will notice these things. And because they're perfectionists, they know how beautiful it feels when things are perfect. And so they're always trying to recreate that perfection, which is impossible. <laughs> and so metal element people in life can really struggle with the belief that there's only one right way to do to do something, excuse me, there's only one right way to do something and they darn well better do it exactly right. And in, in Chinese medicine, uh, the movement for metal element is to contract, uh, to get tight. And so sometimes metal people uh, come across as being a little bit uptight, a little bit too picky about little things because it matters so much to them where it, other people don't even notice that that little thing is wrong. So there's a brief overview <laughs> of the five element personality types. I love it. And thank you for taking the time to explain each one. I definitely think I'm an earth element, 100%. <laughs> and I'm a Virgo, so I'm an earth sign as well. So it makes ah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So moving from that then, what are the best ways to start with this and try Chinese medicines? Do you have any recommendations on where anybody listening could start? Yeah, I, you know, to me, the most important part of this is to uh, come to the realization that there's a reason why you are the way you are. It's not your fault. It's not your mistake. There's nothing really, uh, you know, I always joke that the only thing wrong with you is that you think something's wrong with you. <laughs> we've all been, uh, we've all kind of internalized those early life messages that we need to change or be more like that than this. And when you start to uh, just become more aware of your patterns and to recognize, oh, there's a reason why I do this or a reason why I need that, that it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. It helps you start to come more into alignment. So yes, one thing I'd invite people to do, they can visit my website. There's a lot of free information there. It's just genehainer.com. Any of my books, the most recent one I think is the most useful because as, as the title says, The Five Elements Solution, it gives you solutions to the problems that you tend to have, that your personality type tends to have in life. And uh, these are often emotionally, uh, emotional problems. They have an emotional basis to them, but they cause actual problems in your, in your real life. For instance, earth element people are often lacking in self-confidence. They tend to be very modest. They don't make a big noise about themselves. And so sometimes in an organization, it's the earth element person who does not get promoted because the boss offers them some praise. Of, oh, you did a great job. And the earth person says, oh no, well, you know, so-and-so helped and it really wasn't very hard. And so it can make the boss lose respect for them and, and think that they're, you know, they don't deserve to move up. These, these emotional patterns can cause real life problems for us. So that book would be a good place to start. As I said, I've written four others specifically about these personality types and how to embrace who you are in a healthy way. And because we're all to some degree out of balance at any point in our life, often because we've internalized 
radicalize those negative mes messages. We're often not expressing our personal patterns in the best way. And so we can learn how to catch ourselves when we're going down that road again. For instance, fire element people, their emotions are very close to the surface. They have such a desire to love and be loved that they can perceive something as rejection when it really wasn't or they can take things very personally and have an emotional reaction to it. They get lost in their emotions without even recognizing it's happening. It just happens in an instant. But understanding your fire element nature, you can catch yourself. The moment you feel yourself starting to take something personally or get all emotional about a little comment someone says, you can go, oh, wait a minute. There I go again, there's that thing. And that immediately brings you back into balance. It's the equivalent of an acupuncture needle. You know, and <laughs> when you go to an acupuncturist, they, they look for the right spots to put needles in to bring your energy back into balance if it's gone out of balance. And it's the same thing here, but on a, on a whole life scale, so to speak. Mm, amazing, I love that. And there'll be a clickable link to Jean's website and book below. So if you want to go and check that out, then I've made it really, really simple for you. So your work also focuses on clearing anxiety and stress. So what are your top tips for doing so if anybody's listening is experiencing that? <laughs> yeah, well, the beauty of this five element map that Chinese medicine has gifted us with is that when we're stressed or anxious or dealing with any negative emotion, I mean, the subtitle of the book talks about, you know, releasing stress and clearing anxiety, but it could have been several sentences long about, <laughs> about eliminating loneliness and depression and <laughs> fear and sadness and all these things. Any emotion that we feel, uh, it gives a solution there of little things that you can do in your everyday life. And let me back up and kind of lay the foundation for that concept. In Chinese medicine, they believe the body is very wise and knows how to heal itself. So if you go to an acupuncturist, their goal is actually not to heal you. Their goal is to find the right spots in your body to put those teeny tiny little needles that will bring your energy back into balance so that the body can heal. And then they step back and they let the wisdom of the body take over and the healing happens. Well, with my work, we apply this understanding, but on a whole life scale, we take the equivalent of acupuncture needles. In other words, giving you tiny little things to do, a little change in your daily activities, sometimes even just one thing that will seem so inconsequential, but it's just like a tiny acupuncture needle in one part of your body that can create a huge energetic shift to bring your life back into balance, and then things just unfold differently from there. And so the beauty of kind of aligning with the natural flow of life, we're all part of nature. And we understand that in a basic way, you know, in the winter, we don't go out in bare feet and shorts. We, we dress appropriately. We know it's cold out. In the fall, when we see the leaves fall off the trees, we don't think, oh no, I'd better go put those leaves back. This is terrible. We know that these are natural cycles. Well, there's so many more deep levels of understanding of how this applies to human nature and the cycles throughout our lives even. And if, if, we, if we can get even the most basic understanding of that, then we know how to navigate our lives. Then we understand why things are happening the way they are. And we can roll with that rather than trying to swim upstream, so to speak. 
Absolutely. And I'm all about the flow, all about the flow since I've learned about it, definitely. So my last question to you today then, Jean, is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with today? Mm, Yes. So kind of as I referred to in the beginning, we've all been conditioned in the West, especially to believe that things work in straight lines, that things are linear, and that it's all up to us to figure out what we want and then how to make that happen. And frankly, that's, there's no truth in that at all. <laughs> there are mysterious processes happening outside of our view. And we know this in life. If you think back in life, you know, how often did you decide on a goal and then reached it? More likely, you decided on a goal and then something came out of left field and changed your life. And now, you know, instead of being an accountant, you're, you're a personal coach. Well, how did that happen? We don't know. There is a flow. There is a mysterious flow. And so a big part of what the spiritual side of Chinese medicine teaches us is to trust the process, to go with that flow. My wonderful friend, uh, Louise Hay, who founded Hay House and who was a pioneer in the personal growth and spiritual growth movement, when I talked with her, she would always joke, you know, people always ask me, what was my plan? What was my grand vision of what I wanted to accomplish? And she said, that's baloney. I just did what was on my plate every day. I just got up and I did what I had to do. And the next day took me to the next step and the next step. And I thought that that was so wise. That's really uh, the way to live life, to trust that you are being led and guided and that it's not all up to you. Hell yes to that. That is, oh, you've summarized it in such a great way. And yeah, I think everybody listening will just deeply, deeply resonate with that. That was lovely. Thank you. So let's talk about your book then. So when is it out and where can people get it? Thank you. Yeah, it's just come out. So this is great. It came out in mid-June and it should be available everywhere. I've been hearing from people in the UK. They've got their hands on it already. Some are still waiting. Um, So it's available any place uh, that you normally uh, get books. And uh, I just would invite people to go for it. There's a whole Facebook group associated with the book. So I invite people to join. I visit there every day and answer questions and share insights. Brilliant. And your website, just so people know, where can they find you online if they want to learn more about your work? Thank you. Yeah. JeanHainer.com. There's lots of free information there and you can find out about online courses and uh, all kinds of different things. So I'd, I'd love for people to reach out and say hi or just explore. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Jean. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you today and learning all things Chinese medicine and the five elements solution. Thank you so much for sharing your pearls of wisdom with us today. Oh, Emma, you're wonderful. Thank you so much. And I I bet you are an earth person. So thank you so much guys for tuning in for another one of my podcast episodes. I really hope you have enjoyed Jean and I's conversation today. And as always, you can find a clickable link to Jean's website below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching or anything else I have to offer, like my videos, etc., you can find it all over on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.